from the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. And here we go. We are back. We are live from the 2022 Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention, the TASCO Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention in beautiful Moody Gardens here in Galveston, Texas. And we are joined by the main man, the man in charge of the head men's soccer program for the Leander Roush Raiders. I wasn't going to say Roos. wasn't going to say Roos, right, to a tribute to my man Rafa. But uh, the Leander Roush Raiders, Coach Daryl Knight. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Hector, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Glad uh, had a great conversation last night uh, with you. Um, learned some stuff, and it was good. It was good. It allowed us the opportunity to get you here today. So thankful to have you here today. Uh, tell us how it's going. I appreciate you having me on. It was great, you know, meeting you in person last night. Just gotten a visit about the convention and your podcast, and and how we're, you're just gr- helping grow um, recognition for Texas high school soccer and these these players, boys and girls. Uh, and just getting them some recognition and pub out there that they most you know definitely deserve. Right. Convention's going great. Um, it's always good to 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 dive into some learning to see other coaches uh, how they approach things, how they uh, you know attack weaknesses and do different things. Uh, and obviously the networking is great. Seeing some old faces from across the right. state that you may not see um, throughout most of the year, except maybe at the state tournament or something like that. And just kind of really connecting to. Um, the coaches from our area, uh, yeah. which is the, the greater Austin area, yeah. uh, getting to see them and uh, just kind of catch up on the year and, yeah. uh, before we get rolling uh, here in a little less yeah. than a week. Right, right. So talk to us. Talk to us about the vibe this uh, this uh, last couple of day and a half, almost two days here in terms of the convention. Anything uh, anything stand out to you or what what stands out to you? I think soccer is growing in general. And so I think that kind of carries over to us as coaches with yeah. the World Cup coming, you know, just in a day, everybody's just kind of exciting and building. Um, I see excitement from uh, our coaches across, you know, the state. San Antonio, obviously, their their team just recently doing with so much success with Austin, you know, with uh, Austin FC having so much uh, success and seeing coaches at games, and mm-hmm. it's just an exciting time. I feel like for soccer, it's, right. it it seems to be growing, and the convention mm-hmm. seems to to reflect that with just. Uh, coaches ready to get going. It's kind of yeah. that nervous energy. Mm-hmm. Nobody really wants to say, you know, how good or. Or, or you know where, where they are, but it's a, it's yeah. a great fun time to uh, to kind of build towards the kickoff of our season. Yeah, that's uh, not going to mention the hate to, or hate to mention that's a, a San Antonio FC team that had a historic USL championship season and uh, did happen to sneak one past uh, Austin FC during the Open Cup. <laughs> yeah. I was actually at that game. It was a phenomenal game. Exciting. That sure. game. That game was. It was a great environment for sure. So, um, so yeah. So talk to us. Um, What's been for you so far, whether it be the field sessions, classroom sessions, interacting with the other coaches, what's been maybe one or two things that have been of the biggest highlight for you here uh, here at Tasco this year? Um, you know, one of the highlighted sessions I went to was just scouting your opponent um, from, from the girls coach from Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to see how other coaches approach each match or maybe a playoff match and how they, things that they're looking for. Right. And so I was able to take some insights about, you know, was they're looking towards their next opponent? Um, how can they gain that advantage or prepare their players better, which I think is a great uh, thing to learn as a coach, little yeah. things that she's looking for. 
Um, and so I really took that away, you know, this this morning for the sit down for that. Um, and I'm a visual learner. And I think a lot of coaches are. Um, we can look at a session plan. You can look at something online. But when you get to see someone live demonstrate a session, you know, with some youth players, uh, you can really take that back with some good notes and take some practical things back to your your program and, and find some really good sessions to to get your guys or girls into. And so that's what I've always liked yeah. about Tasco is that it seems to be very practical. It's less theory based about, you know, um, culture is great, but can we get on the field and really find ways to right. help our guys and girls right. execute? And so I feel like, you know, if coaches spend the time during those sessions, there's most definitely something every, every single one to take mm -hmm. back and to apply um, very quickly. Yeah. What's made, what's made Tasco 2022? What's made it, what's made this convention different? Anything stand out to you? Uh, I would, I, I think that the, the organizers of this are just really, you know, their structure, they plan, they have everybody in the right place. You know, you guys are here, which is exciting, something new. Um, I think they bring in great vendors. Uh, and yeah. I just think they do a good job of kind of promoting it to our state and where we've got guys from the panhandle all the way to the low down in the valley mm -hmm. that want to come here and want to grow and network and really uh, continue to get ready um, for their year. So yeah. I just feel like the, the hype was there. The organization was there. We've kind of turned the page on COVID. And I feel like it's just really coaches able to connect and grow um, in a good weekend. Yeah. Any anything new on the vendor front stand out to you? Did you see something so far this year that was like that's pretty cool? I hadn't seen that before. Well, we purchased uh, when I say we, our booster club purchased uh, two VO2 cameras just this past uh, fall, um, and so I've been really trying to to kind of experiment with them. And I was able to ask you know their on site vendors some some tips and tricks about mm -hmm. uploading and so, so very specific things with that. Um, and so that's that was very helpful for me was just being able to talk to somebody live. Uh, and do that yeah. uh, and just kind of, you know, touch base with each one to see if there's ways that we, I can take something physical or um, practical back to back to our program um, this year. So I just think it was very um, the vendors that are here are very soccer minded. They want right. to invest in soccer right. in our state uh, and they want to get involved. And it's uh, it's exciting to see just yeah. soccer specific vending because we're usually chasing behind that other football uh, <laughs> in regards to getting getting quality stuff for our guys. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so there's always there always seems to be in terms of what's been evident this year has been just the sheer volume of coaches, right? New coaches walk up like on the spot registration. Uh, but there's always it, there always seems to be more coaches that are interested or intrigued, but just don't quite ever push the button or commit to wanting to make the trip. Right. So. From your perspective, have, have you're talking to that coach that's at home, that coaching staff, maybe that new coach, right? Why do they need to be here? Why do they need to be kind of making plans for, you know, uh, Tasco 2023 in terms of being here? I think, uh, you know, the ability to ask someone beside you questions is invaluable. You know, that's that you can watch YouTube videos, you can watch it all. But as you sit with someone in a session, say, hey, what do you think here? What can you take away? Um, I think some of those side conversations, like I said, the, the networking that can happen, finding a mentor if you're a young person. Most coaches want to help others. Maybe we're right. not going to help the coach in our district, right. you know, to, to, to help with something there. But generally speaking, um, it's a service minded group. And so everybody wants to kind of help each other grow and wants to grow our game. So I would say, you know, get here, get your feet on the ground. And have the courage to 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 talk up, to ask questions, yeah. because someone else may have that. Just like we encourage our students to ask questions, I think new coaches and and and, and people that would 
be on the fence about whether or not they should come. Um, and then just, just dive into a new, new social group. You know, there's, there's, I met you last night just at the social here and not knowing, you know, cause I followed you last year. Um, and it was just an able way, a way to get connected. So if you feel distant out at maybe your different part of the state, there's ways to get connected here right. at Tasco convention. Right. Yeah, it's great. And something as simple and subtle as, as a social, right. Social event and just kind of, mingling talking with different coaches and it just it leads to it leads to great opportunities and great information right Absolutely. information sharing networking as they call it right so all right so let's let's transition here let's talk about you know your your days away from the start of your season right you're officially in season as of november 28th uh talk to us about what what can we expect from the 2023 leander roush raiders and the expectations are very high. Uh, yeah. You know, Lethal Enforcer just came out with their preseason rankings, and rankings is just a number. But um, this year they sent out a big survey, so that was full of media, players, coaches, mm -hmm. everybody involved. Um, and, and they have us preseason number one in our region. Um, I think it's because we took uh, Dripping Springs, who was, you know, made it to the state final to, to penalties and had one taken off the board for a, I think, incorrect call. But trying to turn past that uh, uh, as it goes. But nonetheless, I think, yeah. you know, we're starting to just get some recognition and a little bit of respect and mm -hmm. come, what comes with that is expectation. And yeah. the guys are really buying into that mindset that right. we're no longer like who's Rouse. Um, we're starting to have a little bit more validity uh, in our areas as, as being a team that, that can contend with, with just about anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how do you go about, so now there's, now you're kind of, if you will, switching over to becoming the, the hunted, right? Rather than the hunt. So how do you keep them hungry? How do you keep them humble? And then how do you keep them, how do you keep them in check from the standpoint of, hey, this is nothing more than a preseason ranking. It doesn't mean anything. It's definitely different. I mean, I opened Rouse in 2008. Yeah. Uh, and so we've come a long way from being that underdog. You know, we've always kind of fought from that position. And so right. having this kind of preseason recognition is a different position. Right. Um, but this this group of guys, especially the, the senior class, um, really excel in having that standard and expectation. And so you have to constantly, you know, remind them that, you know, the ball has the whistle hasn't blown yet. You're going to mm -hmm. someone is, is right. trying to outwork you every day. And so the goal is to try to work to that standard on a day to day basis so that the the games and the matches um, are just a, a, a reflection of, of how they prepared uh, and the mentality that they have. Um, so it's funny you say hunted, you know, the Georgia head coach in football, you know, they asked him early on in the year, like, you know, how does it feel to be coming as the national champion? You know, how are you how do you approach this season? Um, and I and I really liked what he said. He said, you know, make no mistake, like, you know, we are not the hunted. We will continue to be the hunters. And so I feel like that's a mindset that regardless of whether what you did last year doesn't matter, you have to be the, the aggressor, um, whether that be in, you know, obviously preparing for the matches. But as, as you go, you, you can't just sit and wait and say, hey, everybody's going to try to bring our best at us. We have to continue to show up every single day and act like, you know, we're the underdog, regardless of, of opponent um, from day one. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So talk to us a little bit about that district this year. It's going to look different. How, um, what are you, um, it's a talented district, but what, uh, for the others that may not be familiar with that district this year, what, uh, what do they need to keep in mind just in terms of the, just besides you all, just the other competitors in that district? I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of guys that think their district is top in the state. Um, but in going into last year, uh, you know, I think the consistent high competition 
uh, and high level of play is what prepares you for the postseason. Right. Um, you know, Georgetown was able to make it to the regional tournament right. and, and, and Coach Rich, you know, and I share the same mentality that we accredit anything past district to the grind and the battles that our guys go through on a twice a week basis. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're no longer in our district. Uh, the Georgetown <laughs> ISD with them in Eastview, which we always had some great matches with them right. through the years. Um, they've they've moved to the other region, so we're hoping to maybe see them f- way further down the line. Right. Um, and then Marble Falls dropping to 4A, um, which they've shared our district with us for, for a long time right. since we've opened. Um, we're gaining Hayes and Lehman. Uh, so we have to go to the south side of Austin, up from Leander, several right. of us. So we'll right. have to leave very early on a bus to, to get through the traffic of Austin. Um, but we're excited uh, to, to pair up with them. We haven't uh, we've played them in years past, but not in our district. So we're excited to have them. And then obviously along with our other Leander um, ISD schools with Cedar Park and Leander High School and Glenn, uh, you know, where where it's very, very competitive. These kids grow up just like in a lot of places playing club against each other. Right. They know they, each they, other. They yeah. play with each other at, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays and pickup games. They they know each other. Uh, and so the smack talk happens early on uh, in, <laughs> right. in, in, in the greater Leander area for right. sure. Great. Awesome. That's well said. So, um, yeah. Great stuff. Um, good, good insight as well. Now, any players, any one or two, I know as a coach, you never want to just, there's plenty of credits go around in terms of your athletes, but is there maybe a player or two that you'd like to highlight, give some recognition to that maybe more people around the state uh, should be aware of? Yeah, we're blessed to have some really talented to young men, at, you know, and, and I could name off 11 of them. Um, we have one young man that's going to be coming off an injury um, as we progress through the season. Ryan Clanton Pimentel, um, definitely one to, to keep an eye on. He was the reigning district MVP of our district, yeah. selected, I believe, second team all region um, and and definitely going to be looking. To, he, he's high level player for Lone Star ECNL um, and will definitely be playing at the next level. It's just mm-hmm. where that it's going to be. Uh, another one is going to be Brendan Fournier. He was um, defensive player of the year of our district, yeah. also selected to our region. Uh, he's extremely fast, extremely dynamic, uh, and he's going to be moving to the midfield this year from mm-hmm. the back. So we're looking for him to really step up and help us, uh, you know, convert a lot of those goals yeah. going forward. Um, and yeah. so he's definitely one to, 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 to be on the lookout for. Um, we have a all-state goalkeeper coming back. Um, and so in Jake Loofs, um, he is an acrobatic, extremely athletic, uh, can make saves from all over those big highlighted, big jumping saves he can make a great leader. And then lastly, you know, not lastly, but another all region player coming back is Carlos Manzano. Uh, he said our goal scoring record tied it would have broken it had he not gotten injured, I believe at yeah. versus dripping Springs. Um, but just a lot of quality guys coming back, big right. leadership group, a lot of experience, along with several other, you know, juniors and seniors that really like to contribute um, and provide a lot of quality and depth in our program. Yeah. Nice. Well said. Good good breakdown. He is Daryl Knight, the head head varsity men's soccer coach of the Leander Roos Raiders. Rouse. See, now he got me saying Roos now. So Rouse, Leander Rouse Raiders. So you got that in my head, man. So, all right. So anyway, um, before we go, as is customary coach, uh, we like to give our our guests kind of a final final thoughts, shout out, anything they'd like to share. Uh, floor is yours. You know, shout out to to all of Raider Nation across you know uh, all of Leander. Uh, you know, shout out to Coach Elrod who's going to be taking over our girls program this year uh, for the first time, and 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 both boys and girls programs. Uh, and just shout out to, to to the guys back working working hard to get ready for this season. Um, shout out all of Leander. 
uh, and all the Ralph staff and community. We appreciate everything and uh, go Raiders. Awesome. Well, well said, well said. And again, that is Rouse, not Roos. So ongoing, ongoing joke that we got here. So coaches has been great. I appreciate your time and we wish you the absolute best of luck in your 2023 season. Appreciate it. Best of luck to all of you. Thank you. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore.